All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We're playing Hunter the Reckoning tonight. We are continuing our chronicle, Your City Lies in Dust. We are down along, but we have gained a Steven. I don't know if we've worked out in the positive with that trade. Uh, Definitely negative. Definitely negative. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but... Uh, Things things ended on on a very bad note last time around, and we didn't want to leave Rust by himself because uh, <laughs> Long's going to be hit or miss for the next couple of weeks. Uh, so Stephen graciously agreed to step in and is actually going to be playing a character everybody has already met knows really well and likes, Rena Cooper. Such good friends. So. I thought to myself, I thought to myself, who could possibly embody the obnoxiousness? of Rena Cooper and force everyone to just hate you right off the bat. Who, well, who would it be works because everyone already hates me. So just See? coming into a character they hate, you know, it, it just rubs off. It's really not difficult. It's really not difficult for you to, uh, to really role play this, right? It's just going to be, per- just, just be yourself. It's Steven. not role playing. I'm just, just be yourself. <laughs> just put a, all you need to do is just put a little gum in your mouth, start chewing guns and blow bubbles every now and then. And then otherwise act like yourself. I came prepared. will be fine. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> fantastic fantastic all right uh so yeah we are we're down we're down long uh but we've gained we've gained rena cooper she's going to take over uh for uh, for the session and uh we'll see if anyone survives as we've we're in some we're in some dire straits we'll see how this goes uh but why don't we do some some intros uh eric thank you for the prime sub man appreciate it um we're going to uh yeah let's go ahead and do our intros uh so what I didn't have her fully specked out, Rena Cooper. I had her personality as a couple of odds and ends, but I, I so Stephen, I gave you a blank character sheet. I said, build how you wanted to build. Tell us a little bit about what you ended up doing with Rena. Yeah, so uh, my inspiration was Gen Z, and I'm thinking like, wow, I don't know much about Gen Z, so I went for a Gen Z influencer. Uh, she's going to have some social media. Uh, she's going to have some tech skills. She knows some contacts in the Hunter underworld through that social media. Basically, she's, what, 20-something, you said? Yeah, 20-something woman who uh, just doesn't care much about everyone else around her. She's just a gig worker, uh, ready to get the job done, get paid, and go home. That is correct. I probably should have had you read more on Revenge, too, because Revenge is the company that she basically works for. Uh, so you're like a lowercase hunter. You're a lowercase H hunter, whereas everybody else is a, is a capital H hunter. Uh, so you, you still do the same thing, but you do it for different reasons. Um, so you're not necessarily in it for the, you know, for the good of humanity or whatever. You're you're in it because you're part of this org. That um, goes up with along with what I was thinking. That's all yeah, good. I think so. Yeah. Sounds great. Okay, I saw your character sheet too, and uh, I want—I'm going to spoil something. Uh, we finally have someone capable of shooting a gun in the party. Uh, hey. Look at all oh. those dots and firearms. Wow. There's just so many. Wow. There's just a I'm ton of them. I'm pretty sure you cheated when you made your character. I don't think you're <laughs> supposed to have that many. No, that's great. Uh, all right, next up, we have the one who is arguably in the most danger currently. Uh, we have Elaine Graves, Ashley. Tell us something we don't know about Elaine so that when she doesn't make it out of tonight's session, we can feel even worse. Oh, okay. So you know how you made us fill out like that whole story thing? Like all those questions? Uh, uh, the I ones didn't that were do... generated from the rule book? 
Yes. Yeah, they're from the rule book. You don't have to do every single one. You just do a oh, handful of them. I had I had fun with the lane. <laughs> like I have a whole list. So one of her like earlier encounters with or uh yeah, with the supernatural was her grandmother started complaining that she'd hear whispering and stuff at night. And Elaine had gone and at that time she was like switching off who cares for her grandma with her mom. So she's like, you know what? I'll watch her for these next couple of nights. And um, so she snuck a baby monitor in the room and she found the whispering. She heard it. It wasn't in English uh, and it didn't sound like it was anything good. And then she witnessed a man crawl out from underneath her grandma's bed. Uh, and then when he walked in front of the window, it was more obvious that he was transparent. Um, and then as he crawled up to the bed to kneel on her grandma's chest and just was like pushing on her rib cage while she was sleeping, um, that was when uh, Elaine killed that fucker because uh, he didn't notice there was a banishing circle that Elaine had uh, drawn underneath the bed because he was a vengeful ghost okay. and the house was haunted. Wow, that's interesting. It's interesting. And you're it's interesting hearing that story and knowing where you're at currently in this yep. situation. It's even, yep. even it's even more wonderful. There's a just a touch of irony there. Yep. That's what I was exactly. just thinking. That's a lot of backstory that's not gonna matter in about 30 minutes. That's yeah. why I had I got to say it, you know? <laughs> you gotta get it out. And mm-hmm. I just spent this whole time building a new character and all of her info's in my head instead. So this is gonna be interesting. <laughs> I'm proud of you. You got that done really fast too. That's <laughs> 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 like an hour ago and it's done. It's fantastic. Uh, all right. Next up, we have Kyoti Rust. Aaron, tell us about Kyoti. Listen. <laughs> I'm Kyoti Rust. You all know me now. You know it's not my name. I, they gave it to me in the hospital. I still have nightmares about wearing my mother's face after Granny Longlegs made me kill her. But I'm better now. I've had some sleep, and that's what Sister LeBlanc said. She said Granny's not coming back, so that's okay. But if she does come back, we'll be ready for her because my squad of guerrilla soldiers in the fight against the monsters is ready for anything. Except for Alvin. He had to go. Home for some risotto. <laughs> but Rena and I are going to be okay. We're going to be okay. But I'm interested in how she makes money doing this. But this, I'm in it for the Lord's work. Every time, like, he takes the glasses off and I'm already gone. Like, it just cracks me up every time. <laughs> Rust is so intense. It's amazing. Uh, finally... We have Maria Baum. Uh, really, honestly, the only chance Elaine has. Uh, so, can Melissa, Maria, can can you step up and be the hero that Elaine needs, or do you just flounder and fail and Elaine dies? So it's really kind of up to you. So, <laughs> Probably Melissa, the latter. <laughs> tell us about if Maria. I, if, if I were a betting woman, yeah, I would bet on the latter. Uh, so Maria is a blue collar inquisitive. She is a plumber by trade. She has a mentor in all of this hunting stuff who is um, had been missing. Now she knows she's here and she was supposed to be going to meet her mentor and kind of got waylaid. Um, I was going back through my biography notes. Ashley inspired me. I'm like, what were some of my answers to the questions? And mine was, 
was a random incident that happened that a panicked man ran by me one night and whispered, the rabbits have all the answers. That's great. Have you, uh, you ever, anyone here ever listened to the podcast rabbits before? Anybody? Okay. No, should serial, I? Serial fictional. You might like it, actually. Uh, and it was, all, it was also, uh, they turned it into a, a book as well. I think they turned it into a book. Um, Looking it up. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, one of these sort of modern, ser- you know, serial fiction podcasts and uh, conspiracy type stuff. It, it's, it's pretty good. You might like it. I think you might like it, actually. I have But followed. anyway, there's like a rabbits thing in it. So that's why when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're, like, you're from the rabbit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean what you think it does, though. Anyhow, uh, let's uh, let's dive in. So last time, well, let's just kind of split up. We have two groups. Uh, you're, you guys decided you're going to take on two parts of our chronicle at the same time. <laughs> uh, so Rena, Alvin, and Russ headed to Sunset Trails, which is a retirement community out west in the Phoenix uh, Valley metro area. Uh, you tried to get in through the front uh, like normal people. You went to the leasing office, but they wouldn't let you tour the facility without a recommendation from another resident. Russ tried to make the story that he was trying to get uh, you know, his, his, his parents to come live here, uh, but sadly that didn't work. Uh, you decided to, uh, to travel around a bit and like check out some of the other places uh, nearby, and you went to a diner. You met a couple uh, that lived at this facility. Uh, they were having breakfast, and they looked kind of strange. They had this kind of vaguely young and vibrant look to them, like this almost uncanny in some manner. Rust actually tried uh, one of his uh, one of his abilities, uh, and it didn't really seem to trigger anything with them. Uh, you also, I think it was Alvin who talked to a maintenance worker uh, who was getting coffee. Eventually, I think the three of you started looking through some lost and found. You found a, a ring of keys, a maintenance ID card for for a guy named Chad Grit, who who apparently works at Sunset. Uh, you also found a wallet for a guy by the name of Steve Robertson who contained a lockroom control ID card. And you also learned that lockroom control is likely the ones who are employing the security for this particular place. Uh, and you kind of looked at some of the, the guard transitions and things like that. You waited for nightfall and you decided to climb over one of the walls like that was kind of obscured and away from in either of the entrances uh, you started looking around. It was dark. Trailers were oddly empty. All the lights suddenly went out just at the same time. And you heard this like horn kind of go off. And then you saw as you were climbing on top of some of these some of these trailers, this large bus that was kind of driving through this circuitous, uh, this circuitous community. And you saw a bunch of folks, uh, what looked like like homeless folks who were who were getting kind of ushered out or herded out of the bus. There was also this massive group of about 150 plus the 200 people or so uh, that were all kind of surrounding this near the the clubhouse, the only two-story building. And then a ho- then like something sounded and all of a sudden the homeless folks just started running all over the place trying to hide. And all of these people, these these elderly retirement community people just got kind of violent and, and some of them feral and weird and started chasing after them like it was some kind of weird manhunt game. The three of you, uh, we'll say Alvin's there in spirit, uh, but the three of you are atop one of the trailers towards the center circle because there's that that kind of it's not like a grid format. It's, uh, it's almost it's it almost feels maze like in some ways. Uh, and then on the other side of things, uh, Maria and Elaine, you went over to Whitehall Advanced Care Centers because you were visiting uh, Elaine, your friend Mr. Ponder, Maria, your uncle Luther, uh, who both were there, uh, who were, were both. Um, patients there uh you after kind of sitting around talking with them for a bit 
not necessarily seeing anything too strange. Maria, your your uncle started shouting something strange at one point, kind of mumbling, uh, but other otherwise seemed everything seemed okay until you saw Katya, uh, who was out in the courtyard. Uh, kind of just sitting around doing a crossword puzzle. She left you a coded message to meet her after dark. So you and Elaine came back after dark. And as you were sneaking through the grounds, you made your way to uh, uh, a, a staircase to go up to where where uh, Katya's room was. You encountered a woman uh, in the stairwell who was staring into the corner, kind of weeping, asking for help and and you just felt kind of compelled to help her, pulled toward her. In fact, your mind started to shift and feel very addled. Elaine's just kind of broke entirely. And Elaine entered into this fugue state and began wandering away back down the stairs and outside. Maria, you felt compelled to continue helping this woman. The two of you went upstairs and up you went. So... I don't know where the hell to start because we can start either place. Uh, so let's say, let me get a basic, I want to get a basic idea of what the strategy is for the Sunset Trails folks. So those of you in the trailer in the trailer park, the two of you, and we'll say Alvin's with you as well, you're laying on top, you're laying flat on top of this, this retirement trailer. You're seeing as all of these different uh, these di- different folks are screaming and running and trying to hide. You notice this, but everything's so incredibly dark. The there are groups, almost like packs and or you know groups of these these uh, these elder strange folks. Some of them are running almost feral, like others are just running normally. And like you can see, they're carrying weapons, golf clubs, and machetes and things like that as they're chasing after these folks that are all over the place. When you look back towards where the bus is already kind of cleared. The main clubhouse is still the only light. And you can see that there are all these like little security floodlights that are surrounding it. And there's a handful of folks that seem to be also still there, um, either standing outside or kind of moving in and out of the clubhouse. You don't get immediately noticed as the first round of the, the groups of these crazed sunset trails people run past you. But you are now in a very dangerous situation. So what's the plan? Uh, I think Rena will pop out one of her earbuds. Look at Quixote. What'd you do? Rena, you got to understand these things. They're out for everyone, but this is an opportunity for us. They move past us. We move past the ambush line. Then we can get into the clubhouse. We can find out what's going on. We can cut the head off the snake. And then we can blow this place sky high. And if we go down in the process, well, the heavenly gates will open for the soldiers of righteousness. You know what an ambush is, right? I do. Moving past an ambush requires the ambush happening. They're going to move past us. We'll only ambush them if they realize we're there. We're going to stealth up, quiet, and then we're going to get in the clubhouse. And then we're going to set our own traps after we find out what's going on. What do you think, Alvin? You turn back to him, and he just, he looks at you, Quixote, and he just says, 
Yeah, whatever you think. You're 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 the smart one of the group. <laughs> Alvin's clearly checked out for the day, Arena. <laughs> it's up to us. He should stay here on the train. Great. You and me. Perfect. And uh, Rena will uh, take off. Uh, she's wearing a tiny backpack. She'll flip it around. Sorry about the dogs. Uh, and she'll just pull out a massive handgun and put the backpack back on. All right, let's go. Oh, I got to be very quiet. So his plan is, yeah, he, to wait until these peop- these waves move past us and then try to sneak up up to the clubhouse, try to find an angle where we're out of sight of these the, the people who are milling around the clubhouse and see if we can find another access point uh, and get into the clubhouse, figure out what's going on. Uh, and then, and then it potentially, you know, do some serious damage once we get inside. Okay. So uh, I'll say when you look at, remember there was that massive like parking lot that was effectively empty, save for when the bus came up where like, there was like a, like a staging ground for what's going on. That's been cleared. The bus is kind of driven off at this point. You can see all of these lights that are on, like it's this beacon in the middle of the, of the community and it's the second story. It's a very, very big building, especially compared to all the, the smaller trailers around you. Uh, you do see that it is not unguarded. There are uh, there are some folks that have lingered around. You can see that some are just kind of hanging out uh, right out front of the, the this main set of double doors. It, it's it's a grand entranceway into the clubhouse. It looks like you can see that there's a there's a couple there, and there's others that are kind of scattered about in the area. You would probably guess somewhere in like the, you know, 10 to 12 range of people still moving about that you can tell uh, from the the distance that you're at. So if you're looking to try to get closer, um, I do, I am going to say let's, let's do another stealth, especially since Rena's moving with you specifically. Uh, and we'll see how close you can get. Would that be stealth dex? Yeah, stealth dex is fine. That's five dice for Kyote. And five for Rena. An eight and an eight, and I will spend one willpower to uh, re-roll three dice. And we'll treat this like contested against a potential, you know, vision of any of the those that you might come up come across. That is four successes for me, and okay, four so f- for Quixote as well. It's a match made in heaven. Look at this. Okay. So, it's because we're in our 20s and we can still move real quiet because so, our, our joints don't hurt. Like 38-year-old Alvin's back there, you know, father. Like, yeah, you guys got this one, you young kids. <laughs> I'll, I'll hang back, cover our escape. All right, so you, you, you carefully climb down from the roof uh, and you start moving and weaving in between some of these uh, some of these trailers. You hear occasionally like the loud sound of a, a horrific cry. You hear like this strange chants every now and then start coming out. Like you can't quite make it out. It's too much. At, it's too much at a distance. Uh, you hear cackles of like glee and just like this, just just this absolute smorgasbord of of psychotic behavior that seems to be transpiring all around you. You cross the the actual parking lot as best you can. There are periodic bits of like desert landscaping. So there's cacti that are kicking up. There's, you know, like palm trees and things like that, that you can, you can hide behind. So you're doing your best to sneak up and you kind of get up to the grounds. 
once you get a little bit closer to the grounds, you are, I would say, starting to get into that radius of, of lit, of, of kind of lit territory once you kind of bypass the the actual parking lot. So what you see is, now that you're a little bit closer, you can notice that there it's a fairly sprawling two-story building. You've got that main covered entranceway that looks like there's a handful of folks out in front. Now that you're a little bit closer, you can see from here that there are three in total that seem to be lingering right out front, uh, and they do seem to just be set up literally as guards. Uh, you see what looks like this connects to some kind of swimming pool area. Uh, you can tell that there's like this gated section. Um, it's gated, but it's also probably not the hardest thing to climb over now that you look at it. Um, you can see signs that will direct you towards what sounds like a maintenance building that you're not sure if it's fully attached, but it's in the same kind of area here. Um, what else would you see? Is there an entrance from the pool deck like a, a into the building itself, like into the um, dressing rooms, into the locker rooms? So, yeah, if you sneak on over in the direction of the swimming pools, you kind of get over. The, it's got this this the the gated fence uh and so you're easy it's easy enough to see through you see a very large pool you see a lot of different uh a lot of different um like you know lounge chairs and stuff set up a couple you know a couple stacked tables here and there there's doesn't look to have been used uh recently you do see that there is a a tinted glass wall uh, in a series of doors that likely goes into which you would think is a kind of a some sort of locker room area or or something like that. Uh, it is stained glass. You can't see into it, and it doesn't look like there's light coming out. You do see light above on the second story, and that's kind of vaguely coming down into the swimming pool area, but the swimming pool area is still fairly dark. Do we notice any uh, security cameras on the corners of the building or anything? Uh, why don't you all? Why don't you two just do a, a basic awareness test, and we'll kind of use this as as a an ongoing number. Um, awareness, I would say, plus wits uh, or intelligence, if you prefer. Either one's fine. Wits will work for me. And that is six dice for me. Three successes. Okay. Uh, also three successes. Wow. Lockstep. This, this is just match made in heaven i said okay yes you do in fact notice that there are security cameras one of them is right over top of the gate like on the inside the co inside so it's like it's likely gonna you know track anyone who went into the pool and it does appear that there's another camera right over top of that main entrance in the the main like tinted glass door entrance from the patio you do see them and they do i would say just to you can tell that they're on too they definitely have uh, a small light uh, on the underside of them to suggest that they are currently on. Reina, we're going to need to temporarily block the lens of that camera while we go over and then pull it away. Should only be a few seconds where they've got a blind spot, but you got something in your backpack, like a piece of cardboard or something we can put over it. You're, you're awful handy to have around. Uh, yeah, I don't have any cardboard, but I do have this and I'll pull from my backpack. I'll pull out a can of black spray paint. Okay. 
So with your, and we're not going to reroll stealth at this point. So you just with the four stealth, you do your best to, to kind of hop over. I would say again, it's mm-hmm. not hard to climb, uh, but you hop hop over and try to angle yourself in such a way that you're not visible, and you just spray the first camera, weave through some of the the, the stacks of chairs and lounges, and you kind of get over towards the the glass doors and you start spraying the second camera when you go to open when you when you check the door the door is in fact locked there is a card key like you can see there's right next to it just like there was for the gate itself like you can tell that there's a place where you can just put a like a resident key right up against it that likely would unlock this well our security guards card that we got out of lost and found work uh, you try that. That doesn't work because that's a locker room. But when you try the maintenance card uh, that you have, that does actually work. And you see that the little red light goes to green and you pull the door open. And you see what, 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 uh, what amounts to a very, very swanky looking clubhouse. Uh, so you, you can you smell uh, it sounds like you know, potpourri and everything around. You see lockers and these barca loungers and things that are kind of all spread out. It's dark in here, but you notice that there are these just what looks like just mood lighting that kind of keeps just a little bit of light kind of along by uh, what looks like a run of uh, of mirrors and things like that. Uh, and now that you're inside, let's kick over to Elaine and Maria and we'll see what happens there. So. All good things, right? Okay. So Maria, <laughs> start with you. You are moving further up the stairs in the stairwell. You feel this utter compulsion to help this woman. Mm-hmm. And all she's really ever said is like, help me. That's all. It's effectively all she's ever said. And this, this overwhelming desire to help her seems to sort of overcome you. She's, she's dressed in kind of the same kind of, which you can, you know, what looks not like scrubs, but definitely like patient a patient gown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you get up to the next level, uh, which you know would be Maria's level, and reach out like you don't, you don't your hand your arm just reaches out and does it just pulls down the handle, the heavy door pushes open, echoes down the stairwell. It's a dark hallway carpeted. But you can see ever every like fifteen feet or so, there's a an electric sconce that is mm-hmm. casting light, and so it's not extra. You know, there's there's just sections where there's shadows, but otherwise it's kind of open and it's laid out much like any other floor. But it's definitely a resident uh, resident uh, uh, floor. And so this hear- is floor five. Yeah. So you're you're on you're on you're be on Katya's floor. Okay. But. As you kind of maybe start moving in a direction to try to, to go to Katya, the woman just says again, like, help me. And you feel like this small, like this small bony hand just like just tighten around your, your forearm. It doesn't hurt, but you can feel like heavy pressure. And she seems to be kind of tugging you in a different direction. And your body just goes with yeah. her. So what would you like to do? I mean, I feel compelled in this direction, so I am not, you know, it wouldn't be appropriate for me to be RPing in a different direction. Um, can I say that I can 
do some type of like a like a whistle or something so like mm-hmm. some type of a song that katra might recognize so like i'm following my compulsion but i'm making okay. like a an mm-hmm. auditory sound you can you can make a roll to try to do something against helping her but but there is a role for that if you wanted to try it uh but whistling wouldn't necessarily like you don't necessarily have to do anything special you could just start to whistle that's fine um but if you wanted to try to like break free from her at this point you can try again it would be another stamina resolve uh and it would be fairly high difficulty i and bad things happen when i fail that right yes <laughs> I remember correctly. well it depends it depends on the margin yeah, it's a lot uh, but, of willpower damage. Well, and because I'm filled up on willpower, all of my rolls are at a minus two. Yeah, so, you're impaired technically. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think I'll just whistle, and I'm just going to follow the compulsion. Okay, so you you whistle as best you can, and then you just kind of follow with the woman. At this point, she starts taking you down to the down the hallway. Help me. She comes up to what looks like this this hall, uh, this hallway set of like balcony doors. Kind of open them up, and you you're on what looks like a kind of a shared patio space that overlooks that courtyard, that grassy courtyard area where you had you know lunch sort of with Uncle Luther earlier mm-hmm. in the day. You can kind of look down on it. You see various lights here and there. The mountain that this backs up to is dark and you can't see anything up it. There are what looks like security lights that have come on around the exterior wall. And as you're walking, you know, as you're looking down and you have, you know, your, your brain's just, your observation's working fine. It's just, you just, again, it's just like this compulsion has taken over you. You, you see a lane climbing over the gate over that wall and she's just just climbing up kind of awkwardly at first she's like her her movements are are belabored in some way she's struggling but you see her climb up kind of embarrassing slow and then just flop down on the other side onto the mountainside of things where after after a few moments she gets up and just starts climbing up now the mountain and at a certain point she just leaves the lighted radius of the security light can I yell after her sure so uh, just you know still kind of having this kind of woman on her arm she's just going to yell Elaine unfortunately Elaine is in a fugue state as she is filled up on aggravated willpower Um, so you call out and again that's not necessarily not necessarily doing anything but the woman next to you is just kind of, she's still kind of holding your arm and she's kind of looking down. You're on the fifth floor and she just looks up at you. She says, help me. What do you want me to do? You hear the sounds of, of like footsteps behind you. And you look back and you see the doors have kind of shut. But you hear the sounds of like movement in the hallway. And all she does is kind of look up at you. I'll tell you what, roll a awareness. Actually, no, roll an insight test. Uh, an insight. Uh, I'll do intelli- intelligence or wits. You can pick whichever one you want. 
Uh, I'll take intelligence so that I'm at least rolling four dice for this. Sure. Uh, that is one success. Okay. Uh, okay. So for each success you get, I'll just give you one piece of information. Okay. When you look at her, you can tell that there is now a tiny little bit of blood beginning to drip down her eye. And she's looking up at you, and it's starting to perhaps dawn on you that this woman who, who's been clinging to you is perhaps under a spell not unlike the one you're under, but maybe to a worse degree. You, you, you might get the feeling that she she's not fully in control of what she's doing either. And she's just going to... Um, and and I, I can't remember if I did this last time. Uh, she'll just kind of look at her and just say, "Are you Annabelle?" Okay. Um, as you say that name, you feel the hand on your on your forearm just suddenly tug your arm to the point where it's it almost feels like supernatural strength, and it just rips it down. Um. Roll a brawl strength into this contested. Oh, no. I, I I have nothing to roll. What does that mean? Well, it means it's going to hurt. <laughs> I right. have two strength and nothing in brawl. Take two points of superficial uh, health damage as you, okay. you just feel your shoulder just suddenly pop a bit. And this the the strength that's coursing through this woman who's got to be in her like like in her seventies. There's no way she has this strength that she just essentially yanks you down to her face. Oh, oh, what? And you just watch as like the the countenance of this woman just grows dark. Shadows begin to kind of move around it. And you're getting yeah, like this this poor woman is not is not in control either. And you can tell like tears of like blood are beginning to fall. Her eyes, the sclera, are starting to kind of fill up. No longer just white. You hear the sounds of like pounding on the door behind you on the balcony door, and you hear the sounds of Katya like, like Maria, Maria, and like she's like pulling and pulling and pulling on the on the the doors to the balcony, which are are closed. What do you want to do? I I can't. I, I yeah, and she'll like turn around just so that Katya can yep. see that it is in fact me. Smash! Is and she... Smash! Go ahead. <sighs> Is she like pulling me towards like off the balcony? Like, am I concerned about how close I am to the edge of the balcony or we're just like out? You are right. Yeah, you are right at the edge. Uh, Like you like it would take effort to go over top of it. But like you are right at the edge of it. Yeah. Ah. Go ahead. If you would like, Uh, you can roll a stamina resolve if you want to try to pull free from her or if there's something you want to do to try to kind of break from this this little stalemate that you're in. I'm trying to look through everything that I have and I don't think there's anything that I'm particularly good at because this feels like this isn't a talky BS your way through it kind of a problem. Um, uh, if you want to use your bullshitter thing, uh, when you mentioned the woman's name, you could tell that there was a reaction. So it's not as though whatever is inhabiting this woman isn't able to communicate with you. So I would say if you wanted to take a special die for that, I would give you that. Okay, so I could try to do like a persuasion 
what attribute could I throw with that? Uh, it would be probably manipulation. Oh, attribute, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, manipulation probably. Yeah, manipulation, okay. So I'm at least rolling four there. All right, let me do the roll and see how that goes. Elaine, I'm trying. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Uh, two tens. So that's four successes. That's a crit. Okay. Yeah, uh, crit. Do Yay. you have any other dice? Uh, two twos. Okay. Do you want to spend a, a willpower? To, I uh, can't. Oh, that's right. You can't. Okay. I uh, mean, can I? I think you can, can I'm, I think you have to do it would be a superficial slash I don't think can you take I don't think you can voluntarily double slash aggravated willpower I don't know I don't know the answer to that okay um we'll assume okay. that that's a no and I'll take the four okay we'll go with the four for now okay. so as you kind of go through like like what is it what is it you're saying how are you trying to bullshit this 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 old woman inhabited by some creature um that's a good question. Um, if you, this is, I think the direction that I would go, and I'm kind of struggling with the word, but basically the direction I would go is like, if you're trying to communicate something to me, there's got to be a more direct way to do it. Like, I, I this isn't this isn't working. Like, release her. Okay. We can find a different way to have this conversation. So, so you say release her, and her hand goes free, and you are now. You're now let go. You still hear the shaking of the of the balcony door. As caught and you hear Katya's voice on the other side. Can I go towards the door and open it? You take a few steps towards the door, you go to open it. And you turn around. Like as, as you open it, she comes through. Like you see Katya, she sees you, she's got this worried look on her face. She's dressed in kind of generic clothes. Looks like she's, you know, some sort of basic like pajama like uh, mm-hmm. get up. And she, and, and as you, as you look at her, you turn back, just in time to see the woman, backflip <sighs> off the side of the balcony, and you hear the sound of something crushing the bottom. Damn it! Uh, Maria will sort of see that as Katja and just uh, run back over to the balcony and just sort of like just she's just holding her head and she just like looks over. Yeah, you look down, and the woman that was kind of going along with you, she's seer. She's she's broken in what looks like one of the the landscaping sections. Damn it! And she'll turn back to Katja. What the hell is going on? She says, "This place is is a spirit, malevolent. It's here. It hops from." person to person it's taken out a few of us I think it I think it got Isaiah and whatever that poor woman just went over the side she probably was this isn't the first time this happened we Elaine just went over the fence there I've I've got I've got to go her eyes get wide we gotta go and so yes we gotta go she, she starts running okay Maria run after her Meanwhile, Elaine, you are in a fugue state as you are yeah. just wandering up this dark mountain. Mm-hmm. 
like the cam like the camera is just sort of peering around you or kind of you you're getting further and further like the 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 lights of this uh, of this medical care facility are getting further and further behind dwindling in the distance you like you're you're not like you can feel your feet kind of hitting the ground here and there no real conception of what's actually happening and as you're about I mean, I, I mean, as you're a s- several, I would say, hundred feet, kind of up this this rocky incline, you don't realize this, but the rest of us, as we're watching in third person, yeah. sort of, we hear the sounds of like rocks and stuff suddenly slipping. We hear a sudden sound of, <laughs> and lights begin to pop up. These tiny little glowing lights, as the eyes of what looks like animals begin to start popping up, and there are coyote kind of standing on top of a rock kind of looking down at Elaine as she walks past another one is like sneaking out from the shadows from behind and starting to follow we see Elaine kind of disappear a little bit further up around what looks like this huge kind of reddish rock and we see like these two other coyotes begin their 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 big old paws kind of flopping up behind as they're just kind of following Elaine as she goes further and further up oh no Sorry, I'm going to eat you with coyotes. Uh, so <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to our. Um, let's go back to our Sunset Trails group. You are in the clubhouse. It smells like potpourri in here. The distant sounds of people screaming in pain, cackling with psychotic glee, begin to fade as the door closes from the outside. You can see the outside, but you you know from 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 being out there on the patio that like it can't really be seen inside you can't really see inside but you can tell that you're in uh, you're in kind of a shared central uh area lounge area there's there's you know basic uh basic mirrors here and there but there also are these like kind of separate flanking women's and men's that kind of goes off would you imagine to showers or or something you know toilets and things like that uh there also appears to be like this row of sinks in the middle with a with uh with those those mirrors that have the lights above it either side it looks like there are this kind of symmetrical walkway that you would imagine goes around to the main entrance that disappears into the rest of the clubhouse what would you two like to do Rena, do you have a knife in that backpack alvin was supposed to give me a knife but i don't i don't have a knife I think we should yeah, be quiet. You know what? I just forgot to bring one this time. I'm sorry. Nah, that's okay. We'll just have to... Just remember, everybody here is okay with anything that's happening out there. So they're all enemies of humanity and have to be treated like that. Okay, I'll remember. Rust quietly starts to creep his way out. He's trying to he's trying to get get angles on the hallways as they approaches the doors out of this area to to mm-hmm. see if we can see any movement, see any interior guards. So there's this kind of ornate set of double doors that leads out of this clubhouse bathroom area. You you push it open ever so carefully and you try to get an angle inside and you what you see is a very very well lit uh I don't know, entranceway is overstating it, but you can you can see what looks like the entry path, like like off to your right in the distance. You can tell that that goes out towards the front. You also see across the way there is a little sign that has like an on-site clinic, 
So you know that like you've heard about there being on-site on-site uh, medical care here that looks to kind of send kind of go out in that direction. Looks like there is this set of again ornate stairs. Everything is <laughs> is like wooden lacquer. Like all the walls are wood and lacquered. You can see that there's these kind of old oil paintings that are hanging up here and there with their own individual lights. You notice that there are a couple columns these these that sort of flank this this hall that entrances that entrance like the entrance and you can also see that there's a there's a staircase that goes up to the second floor but there's also a ballroom that's being pointed to kind of far off to your left you do see as you are kind of peeking in here there are two individuals that are in the process right now of unfolding what looks like a lot of plastic tarps in the middle of this hall do, are they armed? What what do they look like? Yeah, do okay. they look like maintenance guys or? When you look at them, they are wearing. This is not going to sound threatening. They are wearing khakis uh, that are carefully tucked in. You see the the collared shirt of sunset. Uh, you can see that they have on their well, you know, on their on their um, belts like some sort of little little pack. But I'll say, Kyoti, if you're the one looking out, go ahead and roll. Um, roll in a. If you have a, do you have a cult? I, I do. Cult. Roll yeah, a I've got three. Cult. Cool. Roll a cult, maybe intelligence. Okay. I I do have a quick question. Are we um? Do we have any desperation? Yes, at you're point? at the despair is at three right now. Okay. So, three. Yeah, keep the thing up in the upper left there. Oh, sorry, I didn't see that. Um. <laughs> But I'm not directly dealing, well, physical, social, or mental with the supernatural. No, they're not really supernatural at the moment, or at least I don't know. So, okay, uh, I'm going to spend a point of willpower to re-roll three of those. That's better. Two tens and an eight, so five successes. Okay, five successes. So you do Critical notice two, that two tens. You, okay, so you also you notice that not only like they are wearing these like really generic kind of in, in you know basic look to it, but as you start to look a little bit more closely, you notice that there are these tattoos that are kind of hidden underneath some of the sleeves, and you see them kind of swirling down the side, and much like your own, which have like this this kind of a cultish meaning to them, you can tell that these as well. Kind of have that same kind of feel. They don't just look like random images from pop culture. Like you can tell that they have something more to that. And as they move their heads around, you notice that their eyes are actually discolored in some way. You can tell that there is a, a kind of a, a silvery nature to them in a way that almost makes them look pale and desaturated. And their skin as well is is somewhat paler. You don't. You're not sure if you would go full on calling them vampiric, but you, they definitely would give you, especially since your familiarity with Sister LeBlanc, ghoulish vibes to them. Like individuals that that are that have taken on maybe some some small portion of their 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 vampiric masters like power, but not full on vampiric. Reina, I think. I think those are the blood suckers familiars. 
ghouls. We're definitely on the right path, but we gotta take them out. Now, are they visible? Is the entryway where they're putting down the plastic tarps, would that be visible to the outside double doors to the guards so that are out there? The main the main entrance are these very, very tall, very ornate double doors with on either side there is like a frosted kind of glass. So the people who are outside, the only thing that they could probably really see is just vague shapes, not necessarily precise movements. But they might be able to hear stuff. That would probably be a little bit easier. What do you think, Rena? They, we got to get deeper in here, but I think we need to take those two out before we do, but we got to do it quiet. I take my earbud out. What'd you say? <laughs> I don't like you. I want you to know that. I just don't like you at all. But we you have said you had to. Yes, that's true. We have to kill those two ghouls quietly. Kill. Of course, they're enemies of humanity. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if you... I'm whispering here. I don't know if you know how this gig works i don't get a bonus for killing and it just adds complications so let's not do the killing i hear what you're saying wait here and rush <laughs> rust starts to sneak out <laughs> okay. to approach behind from to approach one of them from behind okay uh we're just gonna roll over your four so I'm just going to roll my D10, see if I get a crit with either of them. Okay. So two of them, you can see, are just they're spreading these things out. They seem to be disappearing into like a little closet, pulling some more out. So you try to time it to where you, one of them has their back to you. You sneak on out. There's marble on the floor, but you can tell that they're still trying to protect it. And your, your feet are quiet. Nothing's echoing. And you're able to, to close the distance on one. Um, Rust winces a little bit, pulls out the thirty-two, puts it at the back of this thing's neck, and pulls the trigger. Okay, he expects to die oh, tonight. No. But <laughs> okay, he wanted a knife, but nobody had a knife to give. Rena wouldn't Rena give a knife. Said no. Clearly, this is Rena's fault. I didn't know you had a thirty-two. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll firearms uh, composure. And okay. then go ahead and I would say take like a, I, I mean, I'll, I'll just lower the, the difficulty for this. Uh, this is routine. Uh, they're stationary. You're snuck right up on them. So we'll just call this, all you need is one success. To, to since my, my specialty is ambush attack. So can I get an extra die for that absolutely. too? Yeah, all absolutely. Right. Would so we give for us a gun? Hey, everybody <laughs> makes <good> mistakes. <laughs> It was Alvin who gave it to me. He knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Chain of custody. I'm like, I don't recall handing a gun. Alvin gave him a gun and left. <laughs> he did. I'm going to spend one more willpower to. All right. Okay. So that's uh, nine, six, eight, ten, six, seven, five successes. Six successes. Okay. Six successes. All right. Um, so this is what happens. You you sneak up. He's unfolding, s- smoothing them out very gently. 
goes to stand up, the gun's right at the back of his head, and you fire, and you it it echoes in the room, marble floors, wooden walls, mm-hmm. etc. Echoes throughout the clubhouse. No way the the stuff the, the the folks outside didn't hear this, and anybody else in the clubhouse. Rena, you can hear it as well. But it's head that the head just just doesn't fully explode, but you can see that there's an exit wound in the face. You can already see on the ground in front of you on the plastic, this huge spray of blood on the ground, bits of brain matter. And they flop down, just completely and utterly immobile. So now Not, Rust is hoping yeah. that Rust is hoping that this is going to draw everyone else's attention away from Marina. So that's exactly what it does as you just a handful of feet away over by the actual, uh, that the, the closet where like they're getting all the, the different tarps. You're what, what the fuck was that? What the fuck did you do? As this other guy, he's carrying like this big old, this big old, uh, uh, you know, pack of, of, of plastic throws it to the ground. You're gonna die for that, and you hear you hear the front doors also are kind of smashing open as well. Okay, uh, Rena, what do you do in this moment as you saw all this kind of happen? I can tell that they're ghoulish too. Now that I'm getting a good look at them, they're coming. Oh out, yeah, right? for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I want to sneak around using the distraction that Rust gave me. Okay, and get up behind get a good firing position that I could take a couple out to. I, I'm not necessarily going to leave Russ behind. We're going loud. We're going loud. Okay. So are you going to try to sneak up to the one that just is now staring Russ down from the opposite side of this, this hall, or are you going to try to get into a position where you can like fire on anyone who comes in through the door? Oh my gosh. What a perfect uh, time for him to freeze his face. Am I freezing? Just I'm sorry. Just your face. We can hear uh, you. <laughs> okay. Uh I so far we just think it's the two of them now one of them, right? And we know there's light upstairs. You know that there's these two and there are a handful of folks out front and that's all you really know about what's in the clubhouse currently. Uh yeah, I want to get the one that's staring down rust first before we worry about anything else coming in. Okay. If that so, answers your question. With his with this guy's focus on rust, you're going to go ahead and take a shot at him uh it's not going to be fully ambush at this point anymore i think that cat's out of the bag but we'll i will drop the difficulty down one so normally this would be hang on let me pull up my stat block for these guys okay uh difficulty we'll make it a difficulty of two and it's dex firearms right uh it's composure firearms Composure. Oh, good mm-hmm. thing I put points in that too. <laughs> yeah, Rena and Maria actually roll the same number of dice in composure firearms. You said difficulty two, right? Difficulty two. Alright, uh I got three, so I will not re-roll anything. Okay. So you fire one success. What's the damage on the gun? Uh, I don't actually know. I didn't I actually I put it in my sheet, out. I'm sorry. I think I have a handout with weapons, maybe. Did I put weapons handouts yet? Hmm. I'm sorry. I should have had that. No, what are we good. looking for? Uh, Just a... Uh, what's it called? The damage for guns, for handguns. 
One sec. Because you get it on top of the... So this is a... You said it was a, a heavy a heavy gun, right? I said it was a big handgun. So whatever okay. that would count as. Uh, like, I'd say medium gunshot, probably. A 9mm okay. pistol is plus 3. A three fifty seven would be plus 4. So... so. Okay, so what would so what would you say? Like the medium is plus three, the heavy is plus four. I think it would still be medium. You know, like I'm a twenty year old girl. Like I'm not going to be carrying around a three fifty seven yeah, magnum. Yeah. Oh yeah, that okay. kickback. All right, so you hold out the gun, you take a shot, and you fire. You got one success plus three points, so that's four damage. Center mass, perfect shot. He looks down at it, blood starts oozing out, and he looks back up. Now you're both gonna die. And he seems almost unflinching. And he's gonna he's gonna start with Rust though. So he's gonna lunge at Rust. Um Rust. And you hear you hear everyone out front is already starting to bust down the door. So they'll be mm-hmm. in on the next round. Mm-hmm. Once this is up, we'll we'll reset. So this guy lunges at Rust. Um, let's see. Rust roll. He doesn't have anything in his hands. He just has... So it's just going to be brawl. Uh, it's contested. So Rust roll uh, brawl difficulty four. Okay. That's... That, that hurts. Makes me sad. Sorry. Six. Ah, nine, nine, seven, six, four successes. Okay, so you come up, like he comes right towards you and he's looking like he's getting ready to just just try to tackle. He's a big, muscular guy and looks like he's going to smash you down. But you manage somehow, despite, you know, you're not necessarily the biggest guy in the world, but maybe you're just kind of blocking here and there. Maybe you learn a thing or two from Alvin and everything to just try to use the body weight of the guy coming towards you to throw him off. And he can't quite make that, like, physical, like, imprint on you. It's at this point, the doors fly open, and you can see that coming through, there are three more of these, these the three more people coming in, one of whom looks just like these do, that kind of strange face, eyes, and the other two, they just look like these uncanny, semi-ageless elderly folks that are, are coming in, and they're flanking on either side, but as they, as the door flies open... They take stock of what's happening. They see the body on the ground. They see the other guy wrestling with rust, blood coming down. You hear this loud shout from the ghoulish figure. And the, the, the elder folks, you see them pick out what looks like just random weapons. Like one of them has what looks like a big old butcher knife. Another one pulls out what looks like you know a nine iron. And they're getting ready to charge in. Uh, Bert, thank you for the raid. I think I'm about to kill like three different characters here. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. So think carefully about what you guys want to do. I want to jump back uh, because yep. we also have yep. another serious issue. Maria, Katya, you're together. This woman, this elderly woman just fell over top of the balcony. Considering her age, considering the height, you're fairly confident that that yeah. probably killed her, but you don't know for sure. You also just saw Elaine hop over top of the fence and is now climbing up the mountain. You're not aware of the coyote stuff, but you know she's climbing up the mountain. And we know uh, that Elaine is being stalked by a pack of coyotes. So, Maria, Maria, what do you want to do? Maria is going to book it back to the stairwell. um, Okay. With Katja and just try to run down. Okay. 
So the two of you run down. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, go ahead. If you're trying to go as fast as you can and you don't care whatsoever who sees you, uh, roll athletic stamina and and you're just because you're just going to run as fast as you can to try to go help Elaine. And I haven't unfortunately done this as often as I should and I should have looked this up when it wasn't my turn. Can I do de- No, so this has nothing to do with my creed field so I can't use yeah, it. Yeah, disparage creed field. Yeah, got, mm-hmm. got it. All right. Still, yeah. Then I am rolling one dice. Also, as we said before, uh, you can go ahead because we, we we talked about this, you and I talked about this beforehand, like your start of the scenario or start of the session, like willpower heal, like that's been resolved now. So you're welcome now at this point as you've broken the tether that you had with that, that elderly possessed woman you can go ahead and take it yeah so you and katya are running full speed not waiting for anyone you hear the sounds of random people say hey hey what do you think you're doing hey wait a second as you just you're running 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 so give me the roll and this is going to determine just basically how quickly you can get to a lane okay i will spend one willpower so i'm at least rolling two dice Mm -hmm. for this sure and that's two successes seven and a nine okay you run, you hear multiple shouts. You're like, hold it right there. Stop, stop moving. Some, what are you somebody doing? fell, what somebody you? fell. They're like, what, what? Do you stop and try to help them? Like, or do you just, are you just bolting? I'm just going to say, like, as if that's the explanation for why I'm running downstairs. Somebody fell, somebody fell. And so like, you can hear that there are feet following you. Like you're someone's chasing after you and you get outside, you bust out the, you go out the way, the way, the way that you and Elaine actually came. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door is like flopping open here and there. You see the grisly scene of this woman who fell down to the, the desert landscaping. A quick glance. You don't have any more time than a quick glance. You can yeah, see it yeah. does not look good. Mm-hmm. And as you get right up to the fence, you, Katya's right there with you. You hear the voice of whoever's chasing you scream out, Oh my God, somebody call the cops. Oh my God, get your asses back here. And now they're as they see you run past this thing, run past this site, it might dawn on you at this point that they're they're wondering why are you running from the scene of this woman who fell? Okay, you climb up over top. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. It takes a moment, and you're into like you and Katya are into this sort of dark area. Uh, Elaine, you're in a fugue state, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't necessarily defend yourself. But I'm gonna say it doesn't doesn't mean that you can entirely kind of control. Like your 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 body is not necessarily re- responding. Like there's something that's kind of happening to you right now that's just uh, causing you to kind of drift up. Uh, but what I'll say is you can you're gonna roll defense as these coyotes that are up on this mountain with you are gonna descend upon you. Um, so uh, let me get their stat block up. I have so many different stat blocks. So many so many things are going to just murder all of us yep okay uh, let me roll the C all right uh, so go ahead and roll uh, we'll call it brawl strength uh, you're gonna need to roll this is gonna be a difficulty of difficulty of four sorry Okay, and I lose two dice, right? Yeah, and I'm just I'm just calling like the packs attack. I'm not going to do individual attacks for one. Okay, I get to roll one dice. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I got a ten. 
Okay, 10 is great. Uh, it's not a crit, unfortunately, since it's only one, uh, yeah. but it's still a success. It will reduce some of the damage that you take here, but you are still going to take from this small pack, uh, this pack of like four coyotes. We all watch from the camera as the two that are kind of loping along behind, there's one that was kind of perched up above on the rock, and then there's this other one that was kind of flanking around in the darkness. One of them, just the, the, the big one that's kind of on top of the rock, just leaps down and just knocks Elaine to the ground and just begins <laughs> and then this, the one from the shadows kind of comes up starts doing the same the two more eventually come up and Elaine you're on the ground you're holding your arms up and just bite 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 and like your mind's so distanced that you can't you're not even like you know this is like in, in, in somewhere in your head this is terrible and awful but you're in, but in some strange way hitting. you're not feeling the pain right yeah uh, so that's gonna be you said you, you got one success right yeah. Uh, and it was, I said difficulty four, so that's three, and they get plus one to damage. So that's four points of damage. Okay. So I have one empty block left. Okay. So Maria, Katya, you're on the mountain now. You know that Elaine went up here. It's dark. You don't see her in the immediate illuminated area. What do you want to do to try to find her? Uh, so Maria is dually concerned. One, to try to find Elaine. Two, that the people at Whitehall think that she killed this poor old woman. Um, and so she is going to be running fairly quickly in the direction that she thinks Elaine went, trying to get some distance behind her and trying to get up the mountain at the same time. Okay, so I guess what I'm I guess what I'm thinking about is like how like how do you like do you have any sort of tracking skills or anything you can do to to, to try to like kind of find the way that she went or something like that? I have survival. I'll take it. Uh, survival uh, paired with. I'd say probably wits because it's you're moving fast. Okay, and because I'm done with the scene, I am no longer uh, at a minus two. Yay! Okay. They can roll all three of the dice and get six and up, right? I got a six and a seven and a one. Mm -hmm. So two successes. Six and a seven, two successes. Okay. So at a certain point, uh, as you're looking around, like it's it's rocky, but there's also plenty of like just dust and dirt up here. You eventually find what looks like these, like, like they're very fresh, recent footprints, but they're also kind of dragging in that kind of lumbering way that you saw a lane and you just bolt and you run and Katya is there with you. You can see Katya even kind of brings out what looks like a, a small little flashlight and she's holding it out now. So as you get away from the radius of the, the security lights, you're tracking, you're tracking, you're tracking. At a certain point, you hear the sounds of animals like, <laughs> and you can see as you're shining the light up kind of, towards the, the rocks up ahead you can see like shadows are kind of being thrown all sorts of different ways and you kind of almost get a silhouette of some of these animals they're going to get another attack off though before you can uh, oh, no. intervene I'm sorry I'm not really but uh, <laughs> Elaine uh, okay. same thing same thing actually same difficulty everything ooh two that's a fail okay. Two's a fail. Uh, you're gonna get take a total of uh, of two damage. One of the things I wanted to check really fast actually is whether this is yeah, aggravated. is that superficial I, or it's their bites. So it's 
Too superficial for now, because we can always we fix okay. it later, but I can't recall seeing. If I take two, like if I just click two, I'll have at least one aggravated box. Yeah, go ahead and take two, it's fine. Uh, so yeah, take take the, so it's, you, you got two successes, it was a four difficulty, they have plus one to damage, so you actually take three points of damage. It's the difficult, you get the difference plus one. Okay, so I have two aggravated boxes now, if that means anything okay. to you. So Maria, Katya, the two of you come up and you see that there is Elaine right there. You recognize her clothes immediately. You see her in the dirt. She's, you can see, you know, she's kind of covering up here and there as best she can. She's not even shouting out. It's just this might, this just like this numb, quiet, like, like huddling she has. And these four coyotes are just like ripping through her like in a, in a way that seems more vicious than you would have, would have thought. So Maria, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, and if you want, you can kind of direct Katya to do something as well. Oh, so I am struggling because I am pretty sure that the weapon that I have on me is also a firearm. Oh, crap. I don't really want to shoot a gun and bring their attention up the mountain, but I need to save Elaine's life. So I'm going to pull out a gun and shoot the coyote. There's four of them. So yeah, go ahead and shoot one of them. All right. So composure firearms is me rolling seven dice. Four in composure and three in firearms. And that is not a good roll. That's three successes. Okay, so... I will spend some willpower because this is a differential thing, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was I, looking at I was just sorry. I was, I'm still trying to find the answer to that question I was mentioning before. Two. Oh, this is probably risky, but I'm trying to save Elaine. Uh, I'm going to spend two willpower to reroll two. Wait, is it is it one for one? So the, the, the mm -hmm. difficulty, by the way, if you're just firing at one of them, the difficulty for this, uh, for hitting them, because remember, I just, I use the quick, the quick box. Uh, so I don't, I, I only roll to see if I crit basically. Um, so I'll roll that then. Okay. So it's a, the difficulty, the difficulty is three. And I hit three. Okay. So you hit three. So you would be doing your weapon damage to it. So it's just a question of whether you wanted to try to do more damage. I think it's you. I think you. Uh, so I will spend one willpower to reroll. Okay. I need to check all of the dice. Oh, more dice. Uh, one, two, three. I'm sorry. I had a couple of dice hidden in the corner. Uh, so I actually had uh, a crit. So I had one. Two, three, four, five, six successes. I'm sorry. Sure I was like, wait, did. I rolled seven dice. Where'd the other dice go? Sure you did. Okay. Um, you said six tens. That's all it was. I'm like, oh, look, I found all these tens in the corner. That's amazing. Look at that. Uh, so what's what's the total successes? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay. You had seven successes. Uh, yeah, because so I... Difficulty of three. Okay. So you did so four plus your weapon damage. I think you're using one of the basic uh, light yeah. weapons, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, which I think is just a plus one for those because those were just like the base ones, right? That you got out of the. Uh, out yeah. Of, like your okay. So that's a uh, that's four points of damage and. 
Okay, you shoot one, and you hear uh, as one of them spins in the direction of where it just got shot. Uh, it doesn't it's not enough to actually kill it? You get it right in its flank. Uh, very clear, clear shot. It spins around, staring at you now. The three others, of the three, they're still kind of chomping away on a lane. What do you want Katya to do? Um. See if she can uh, pull a lane out. Like, see if she can get a lane away. Okay, so you want to send Katya into the melee while you sit back shooting. She Classic. Does it, I'm Melissa. assuming she doesn't have a weapon on her. <laughs> like, if I thought she had a uh, Yeah, she's her, got like a flashlight and we'll yeah. say maybe like a knife or something she can have. So she'll go charging in um, and pull a like, lane out. Maybe like give a boost to a lane or somehow. Uh, I mean, let's just let's keep it easy, Melissa. Let's just have sure, her go stab sure. a stab a wolf, uh, let's, or deal. a coyote. Okay, so she's gonna go charging in onto one of the others, and she's gonna attempt to stab. Uh, so I got a block for her, so I'm just gonna do. All right, so she'll go in, she'll stab uh, with a knife. It will be <laughs> successful. Uh, we'll not. We'll we'll say it probably a different one than the one that you shot. Uh, so that two of them are now taken off of a lane. She'll stab one. Okay. It'll immediately turn around and try to snap at her, uh, but she'll dodge out of the way of that. Um, now, there's still two more that are on a lane, so I'm going to have them rolled as they continue. Uh, so, Ashley, continue to uh, roll another defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, three is the difficulty this time. Uh, I can only run... I got one success. Okay. Uh, three more points of damage. Oh, no. All right, so, I got one more box until I've filled up all aggravated damage. All right, Maria, you're, it's back to you. You've just shot one of them. It's now turned around and kind of looked at you. You're unsure yet. Like It's kind of staring you down. It's trying to take a measure. This thing might bolt. It might bolt at you. It might just bolt away completely. You shot it in its leg. It's it's now, it's, it's certainly off a lane. Uh, you would guess that if it's just like any other animal, it'd probably run at the sound of, of the shots. Uh, the other two that are actually still eating Elaine. Yeah, and then there's the one the that's okay. still on her. Yeah. Okay. So let me roll my crit die. No crit again. Okay. This is so where I am definitely difficulty. Just spend that willpower because uh, I want to get more. I have exactly three. Okay. And I want to get more than that, so... That'll do just, that'll be like a, like a graze. Yeah. Let me spend the willpower to reroll three. Uh, now I have one, two, three, four, five, six successes. Six successes. Okay. So that's four points of damage to it. Same thing. You shoot another one. Doesn't kill it. You're not kind of getting them in a place where it looks immediately fatal. Uh, but one of them gets shot, gets thrown off, uh, and like kind of stumbles off to the side now. And there's just the one that's still, uh, eating Elaine. Um, okay. So right now we've got Katya, who is literally in a fang versus knife fight with one of them. (laughs) You've shot two. Yeah. One of them is still on Elaine. Elaine's nearing death. What do you, what are you thinking for Katya? I don't want to be the one that said, so what do you think? She's your mentor. Would um, it's going to be if she tries to kind of go after the other one? She's essentially trying to melee with two different ones at the same time, uh, which is going to be more difficult for her. Or do you want to just ha- hope that Elaine can take another bite? How do you want to handle it? 
I have no uh, faith that Elaine is going to survive another bite. Okay. Oh, no she faith. looks okay. real bad. Mm-hmm. Like coming come up, coming up on her, like she just looks bloody and looks like things are not going well. So I think she would have Katja try to stab at that one. Okay. So if that's the case, then Katya is probably going to get bit. Uh, so, so she's going to roll. So she's going to like lunge after the last one that's on a lane. Uh, no extra success for her. Uh, so she will succeed again, but it's just barely. She's essentially just doing one point of damage to these things. So the two that have been stabbed are in relatively good condition. They've just kind of been cut and distracted, while the ones that have gotten shot look to have actually been wounded. You do see the first one that you shot is kind of limping off at this point. It's trying to to, to break away. The first one that that is. Um, okay. What I'll do then is... Kill the coyote. We're gonna kill the coyote. I'm sorry, I don't like kill, killing killing coyote. dogs. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> she strangled our dog to death. That's that's canon for that's how we cope with how she died. Uh, Melissa killed her with her bands. Uh, oh. So <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible, horrible joke. Uh, okay, Elaine, Elaine's gotta make it out of this. Ashley, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna leave it in your hands. Uh, roll. Let's roll D10, high or low. Uh, I'm rolling. Or no, I'm gonna roll. I, I don't I, trust any of you. I'm kidding. <laughs> I trust Aaron. I think Aaron's the only one I trust. Ever since we left those digital dice, our rolls have gone. Telling you, I know up. it's right. Like we could like track the, the math here. Like I'm the gonna joke, roll this on Foundry to be the fair. The joke in chat. Okay. I rolled six. I rolled sixty twelves. I got eight Gandalfs. Roll it. Roll it. <laughs> pick high or low. I said high. Okay, roll a d10. I'm not looking. Oh. It's four. Four. So this last one will continue. Like the, So Katya is stabbing away at the two that mm-hmm. are up here. And she's doing her best, but she's like slashing. She's just trying to harass. She's just trying to harass. The gunshots have certainly driven two of them away. One of them is, is, is already kind of on the way. The other one, you can tell Maria is now limping as well. One of them turns their attention to Katya. The other one just kind of stays on Elaine. Uh, Elaine, uh, do you have any dice to roll? For what? Uh, same thing as you've been rolling. Oh, I have just one dice I can roll. Go ahead and roll it. It's You're still going to take damage, unfortunately. Yep. Four failure. Okay. You're going to take... Uh, what's it called? Uh, da, 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 da. Three, uh, four points of damage. Sorry. Yeah. So I always forget they have a plus one. All of my aggravated uh, bars are filled up. Okay. So let's dig into those rules really fast. Uh, so you don't know what happens. <laughs> um, it's a lovely funeral. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so much. a character is removed from a conflict when the track fills with aggravated damage. Uh, if the physical combat health tracker is filled, this could mean death or coma. If social conflict, uh, this is just impairment. So we'll treat it as Elaine, you're out. Okay. You're you're bleeding out. We'll say like you've been bit enough to the point where like you're not instant death, but you're 
you're, yeah. you're gonna die like literally in seconds or minutes okay. we'll say seconds is overdoing it that's, un- that's unfair um maria comes back oh, actually i'm gonna attack katya once it's not gonna kill her but it will you see the other one will kind of leech up she's like she, since she was busy stabbing the last one that was on a lane the one that she initially stabbed is going to be able to just kind of hit her at that point um we'll bite down on katya's wrist you hear katya scream she's bleeding but you know that it's not necessarily going to to kill her uh maria what do you want to do um maria is she's just gonna just react i mean this is like the second person that's likely died in a grand total of like five minutes so she's not doing particularly well um so she's gonna fire at the coyote that um is on Katja and then try to book it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Still three three difficulties. For all your was it for all your random number generating needs. <laughs> whenever whenever the knife go whenever the dice go wrong. I always remember that. It's a great phrase. Uh I've got four successes. Okay, four successes. Uh so three difficulties. So that's one success plus your damage on the gun. Uh and you're shooting at the one on Katya or the yep. last one the last one on Elaine, the one that's still on Elaine. Do I know that I'm like I'm assuming I know that Elaine looks like that was the last blow to her you don't know necessarily like until everything settles and you can assess her uh so if i don't know that then yeah. i would shoot the one that's on the lane so yeah you shoot her you shoot this one and this one's already been stabbed once you just do another four points of damage uh and you see like a large explosion out the side uh as this thing just falls over right on top of a lane okay uh i i think at this point with two of them running or limping away, one of them dead on top of a lane. Uh, the last one, in sort of this this stalemate with uh, with Katya, Katya will get like one last slash off as it'll run off. Maria, you run up, you see a lane. She's got a bite marks all over her face, all over her arms. The worst one is in her neck, and you see blood just pouring out. Uh, I'll say she's not immediately dead. Uh, but you looking at her, you can tell that she is she's not long for this world. Worse than that, her eyes are just kind of drifting and like looking off behind you as if she doesn't even know you're there. And Maria is just like, Elaine, I'm, I'm sorry. And she's just going to. Like, just throw Elaine over her shoulder and try to go back on like kind of go around the mountain and try to like wind back to the vehicle you want to get down to the vehicle okay yeah start running down the mountain you try to avoid you can hear now the sounds of shouting that are occurring as there is now a dead resident in the courtyard two people seen fleeing the scene of where this dead resident was you've been up here for a few minutes as you're running down, going to get into your car, not only do you hear the sounds of sirens, but in that long winding road coming up, you do see 
blues and blues and red lights beginning to start to populate down there as well as someone called the cops uh, and they have responded relatively quickly or at least you think they might be the cops you hope it's the cops you hope it's not something someone else yeah let's kick it over now to sunset trails where Quixote and, <laughs> and Rena slash Butch and Santa. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. So the door busts open. There's one dead ghoul on the ground already. One of them just got shot center mass and doesn't seem slowed. Door busts open. You got another ghoul and you got two old two two like these elderly folks that are have got that crazed look in their eye, but also that weird kind of ageless feel to them. Um you two go first. Those are your, these are your targets. Kyote, remember you're in like kind of a mm-hmm. uh, kind of grapple melee with the, the, the one guy who got, who Rena shot. What do you want to do? So Kyote would, you would see, he'd just get this kind of blank look on his face and the Anakian script on his swirling on his palms and in his arms would start to almost shimmer and he is going to repel the unnatural. Okay. And I did spend, perk points with my XP last time to give it the additional feature of ward. So it puts a two meter bubble around Quixote uh, against any of the unnatural. Okay. Uh, Let me give you a let me give you a DC. I have to pull up something else. So this is this is mental, right? This would probably be a mental thing. Okay, so then we'll treat this. This actually isn't going to be that bad. Difficulty of three. Okay, so it's a cult and resolve. So that's seven dice, and it is directly against the supernatural. So I'm going to use three despair dice for a total of ten dice. See what we can do with that. Okay, okay. A crit, so that's four. Six, five, seven, six, six. Seven successes. Okay, seven successes. All right. So, you and no one's on. No one's on the despair dice. So, uh, and how, how many meters did you say it was? Two meters. Two meters. Okay. So I would say the door is probably not yet within two meter distance of you. So it doesn't necessarily do anything right away on the mm-hmm. the three at the door. But as you brandish your 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 tattoos, as you focus your mind. And you release whatever of that strange energy that is, has been flowing through you since a child. Almost like it, it it physically repels the guy. And he just gets thrown back and slams against one of the these wood paneled walls. You see the portrait that was hanging overhead just collapse on top of him and stumble down. And he kind of looks up dazed. Doesn't seem to be harmed. But he's now away and he's kind of looking mm. confused at you. Kyoto says... By Saint Leopold and our Lord, none shall pass. And then he winks at Rena. <laughs> Rena, what do you want to do? <laughs> Completely ignoring Rust. Uh, I would have Smart. two priorities. Smart. Okay. Uh, my first priority would be, as much as I don't like Rust, I don't want to get bogged down here with him if things go bad. Smart. And it seems if? like they're going bad. <laughs> uh, so I would like to be moving to a point where I have easy access to an est- but still I, I still want to be in the fight and i want to go for the new ghoul that burst in i, okay. I don't want to shoot at the one that's like in hand-to-hand combat and possibly get near he him. just yeah so 
so the way well, the way we, we were supposed to do it is like everyone kind of declares what they're doing, but you're allowed to sort of make adjustments depending upon what resolves. And in the case of this, because they were kind of in close proximity, I would resolve Kyote and the guy first. Uh, right, but right. Rena, if you wanted to shoot at the one that just got thrown against the wall, that's fine. Because he because the one that was grappling with Kyote when he when he does his his Inakian symbols throws him back and smashes him against the wall. So there's now distance. Kyote is actually in the in the in the clear. Uh, he's still going to go after Kyote, though. I, I want to go after the one that might go after me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, and it's composure still, right? It is composure still, yeah. Uh, and let me make sure the difficulty hasn't changed. It does actually change. Yay, look at that. Um, oh, God, that was such a bad roll. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a difficulty of four, actually. I, I got a crit on this one. Okay, uh, I'm spending a willpower for sure on that one. And we do have a banked audience uh, dice. Uh, can I use that after I already rolled? Uh, you can now. Go ahead and do it now. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not concerned. All right, <laughs> that I, have, was I have reinforcements only... galore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that becomes with the banked audience dice. I did use it. That becomes six successes with reroll. Okay, six successes will beat its four difficulty. Uh, we established it was three damage uh, plus the differential of two, so it's five points of damage. Fires out. You catch it like right in the neck, like right above, right above the chest. Is even a better shot. Like any any normal person would be would be just killed dead from this. You would imagine they have some kind of some kind of resilience maybe gifted by their vampiric masters as their head kind of gets thrown back and they lean back towards you. You see the blood just begin to not unlike a lane, just start to pour down that polo shirt. Its eyes kind of get a little bit shinier. You can see it's <sighs> Thank you, Master. <sighs> And it charges at you. Okay. Um, so the guy who got thrown against the... So the two ghouls have, have, have effectively gone because it was like kind of contested with what you did. But Rena, this thing is charging you. But you notice as it starts to charge at you, it gets within that radius of six meters of Quixote. And you can see... It, uh, or six feet, I was going to say. Yeah, two meters. And so you see it just kind of as it's running. Just almost stumbles a bit as this invisible like field causes it to just get pushed off to the side. It slams against the wall a bit, steadies itself and kind of then continues to close the distance. But that little moment, momentary stumble means it, it's not going to get to hit you this turn. The two old folks with the weird faces charge in Kyote and they are not actually stopped <laughs> by your, <laughs> Well, uh, I figured they wouldn't be because we yeah. tried to repel the old people before. Didn't do anything. So, yep, yep. These uh, these are these are not supernatural yet. Uh, okay, uh, so they're going to charge in. Um, there's two of them. Uh, I would imagine they're they're going to both be swinging at you. I'm going to say one of them looks like it had again. One of them has like a as a just a looks like a butcher knife that they have. The other one has a nine iron. The one with the butcher knife, or say it's, it's it's knife damage, so it's gonna it's gonna be aggravated. But the other one is will be normal. Uh, do you have anything in your hands? Just a gun. I was just gonna okay. try to dodge. Okay, so yeah, just we'll just do dodge. I'll give you difficulties here. 
So we'll say knife guy first or knife lady first. Uh, knife yeah. lady is just going to be three. And then the other one. Okay, the other one, four. So the one with the nine iron, the four. Okay, does does despair dice count with them? Are they part of the supernatural enemy for me? They're part. Of, they're part of the. I would say they can't. They're, they're definitely okay. part of the enemy. Then I'll use the. I'll use the despair dice. Absolutely. Okay. And because you're, because this is like two of them, I think there's the diminishing returns. So, mm-hmm. so start with the start with the knife one because that, that's aggravated. So that would be the worst. So that'll that'll have your full pool. Okay. With the for the knife one, I got five successes. Okay. Uh, so you're able to dodge out of the way of the knife. And then the second one, do your pool minus one. Okay. Oh, crap on the stick. That's only... I'm going to spend a point of willpower. So that's two successes at the moment. Four successes. Okay. And this one did have... This one did have four successes. Uh, so... I never really remember where the where the differential goes. I know that I've been. I think the the weapon damage is. Um, I think you got. I think that since the difficulty is four and you rolled four, I think you're okay because like it's like I'm setting the difficulty for you to mm-hmm. dodge and that you hit four, so I think you're okay. So these two things come charging. This woman screams like her weird kind of like like overly like it almost looks like she's had awkward plastic surgery in some way but you don't see any scars necessarily there's just this unnatural smoothing of things but she's got this rage in her face uh not unlike the rage that you saw when you saved your friend uh, brock in the alleyway uh, mm. like this kind of lit up anger and she comes stabbing at you you dodge the way of the one the man comes up tries to swing horizontally at you uh, at, at rust with the nine iron you duck underneath it and you manage to avoid both attacks so now the guy who has gotten who kind of, kind of knocked away, he's on the other side of the room. He is kind of confused by what's happening, uh, as he doesn't understand why he was just repelled in this manner. Um, he will shout out something. He will just say as loud as he can, and echoes in the halls, "Master, we are under attack. We need you." This is going to go well for that us. That means it's time to run. <laughs> it is time to run. Okay. So that happened. Two are, two, the two old folks with the weapons are on rust. Rena, you've got one that's about to be... It's, it's going to be on you. One of the ghouls is going to be on you now that they've recovered. How, what do you two want to do? Declare your actions. The one that's going to be on me. I'm just unloading my clip. Okay. Yep. And then okay. continually backing up. All right. Uh, and then... <laughs> And you, you kind of move, but you haven't fully moved into the room yet. You kind of, you're, you've kind of, well, we'll say you kind of moved maybe in, cause in such a way that you were like taking advantage initially of Russ's thing. So you're probably not that far away from the locker room door um, still. Exactly what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Uh, Quixote, however, is more in the middle of the hall because he kind of charged in and did some stuff. Uh, and Quixote, what would you be doing? Quixote would shoot the woman with the knife. Okay. At point blank range. Okay. Uh, so, because he's—I mean—he's basically surrounded by these two old people, and if he moves, the bubble will collapse, and he would have to try to reestablish it at the moment. So, okay. Uh, we'll start with 
we'll start with uh, with Rust since you're in melee there, um, and you're going to shoot and point blank. Can't remember if there's any kind of penalty to point blank rolls I or was, not. I was looking remember? at that. I I didn't see anything. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just yeah. I'll just I'll just tell you what her her difficulty is going to be. Okay. Um, and just remember, then she since she, again you're still going to have. So she actually, I think what this. Well, why don't we do it this way? We'll make it your gunshot versus her stab contested. Okay. And the the winner does damage basically. And then when you try to defend against the nine iron guy, you'll have minus one in your defense against him. Well, okay. all right. So it's just I only have three. Oh, this is better. Uh, nine, 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 six, seven, and six. So that's six successes. Okay. Uh, what's the damage on the gun? Plus one? Plus one. Okay. Uh, you shoot her, uh, and point blank, she goes stumbling backwards, flops down on the... On, on this plastic, she's got a big old wound in her chest that is now pouring blood. She's not insta dead, but Rust, you would imagine there's it's very unlikely that this woman is probably going to survive this. If this was a higher caliber weapon, it might have been insta death. But she's laying on the ground. She kind of looks up. She tried to take a swipe at you. She's not out of the fight, but she's very she's in very bad shape. Uh, if you then, serve, if you serve the creatures of the night. The grave is the only mercy you'll be shown. Master won't show you any mercy. And you and hear I won't a, show him any mercy either. You hear a door open upstairs. We're so dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I, I keep this guy with a nine iron. I keep rolling these crits. This is great. Uh, four <laughs> on the difficulty uh, for Jack and, Nicholas, who's attacking you. And one less die for me. And one less die, yeah. Uh, one, two, three. I'll spend another willpower. Five, Five successes. Okay, so you do manage to dodge out of the way of this one. He swings again. You 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 shoot you shoot his wife. She falls onto the ground. Dodge out of the way. The nine iron smashes. You hear it kind of clack against the the marble. You hear the doors opening upstairs. Kyote, you look up and you see they this this is beautiful set of these ornate double doors. There is this carving around the actual uh, wood panels themselves. It opens up and it's just darkness at first. You start to see a vague silhouette beginning to emerge from that darkness. Rena, one of them's one of them's right up on top of you now. We're gonna do the same thing like we did with Rust. You fire versus its attack. The one that right, that right. fell and shouted is going to try to come at Rust again. I think, uh, not necessarily realizing the reason why it's not working. So, uh, this is going to. I'll give you the difficulty. It's, these guys are awesome. Uh, four <laughs> difficulty. That's three of the last four rolls. I rolled a ten. That's great. Good job, Norse. Uh, only two successes again. So I'm going to spend a willpower to reroll. Gotcha. Uh, four successes, just barely. Okay. Uh, so four successes versus it's four successes. Uh, this is 
So I think because we're doing contested, uh, there's not like nothing, nothing major is going to happen here. You probably get like a graze on its arm, nothing that's going to put it down. You see a little a kind of bit of its shirt on its polo kind of rip open uh, and some blood begin to trickle down, but it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily take it out. It, it probably pushes its arm back a bit so that when it kind of swings at you with its other arm, it does so kind of off balance and you're able to still keep yourself a step or two away from it, but it is not down. I spit my gum out at it. Okay. <laughs> Roll dexterity. No, okay. Uh, okay. So as... So this is sort of recap then. So now we have this other guy comes up, charges at Rust, and you still have your, mm-hmm. your beacon up. And he'll once more get repelled backwards like an idiot. And I think he's putting it together. We've got the guy with the nine iron swinging at Russ. The woman got shot. She has the knife. She's not dead. She she looks like she's kind of getting up to come back. Um, you, you would imagine, Russ, she's probably not long for this world. Rena, you've got one on you. And as you, as you all are taking a look at the battle, that silhouette from the darkness above become, becomes suddenly lit. You see this long dark black coat you see what looks like kind of this black red shirt kind of has some sort of strange design and like stitched red all down it no tie you see a kind of a pale face you get looks like slicked back hair and kind of combed 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 pretty neatly and kind of dripping down a little bit to the sides here and there and the woman that you now see at the top. Long slacks, these big old heels. She says, and her voice just kind of pierces through all of the chaos that's happening here. Who dares to interfere in my communion? And then she just open like her mouth opens and she lets out this like loud ear piercing wail and both of you just gotta put your your hands up to your ears uh go ahead and both of you roll a hang on uh it's gonna be i think it's stamina plus one sec it's gonna be stamina plus uh, stamina, actually, stamina plus dex, the quickness due to kind of cover your ears and swail. Is this a supernatural mental effect? It is, in fact. I am immune to those. Okay. So, like, you, you can kind of feel the sounds begin to shake a little bit, but otherwise it doesn't seem to, like, you, you think your, your ears are almost kind of dull it automatically. Rena, go ahead. I'm not immune, but I did get four successes. Okay, that'll do, nice. as you're able to withstand this kind of screech. You're not sure if it was meant for you, however. My as you, su- as you suddenly hear the sounds of kind of calls coming out from, from outside. So it might have just been the byproduct of it. So now we have what is very clearly some sort of vampiric master at the top of the stairs looking down at you all as you've interrupted her business. Rena, you have a ghoul on you, and another one that's kind of staring you down. And Rust, you have a man with a nine iron and a woman who got shot in the chest and is coming at you with a knife. And you hear the sounds of 
of reinforcements coming. What would you like to do? Rust, it's time to go. Yeah. Rust looks over and he's like, there's nothing wrong with a tactical withdrawal. And he runs. Okay. <laughs> for the, for the doors to out, through, out through the locker room, out to the pool deck. <laughs> okay. Do so you go running? All right. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, Rena and Rust, go ahead and both of you roll. Let's do just like a dexterity athletics as you try to, because you're both kind of within like grabbing range of somebody else. Mm-hmm. And you're also trying to run quickly through semi-darkened, a semi-darkened locker room to get away. Let's okay, see if you uh, get out of the clubhouse. Spending another willpower to re-roll. Oh, I'm good. I got three tens. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Only so two some. successes. Five successes. That's five successes. Two successes. Okay. Uh, Rena, you do get away, but not before you feel something rake across your back. Uh, as you will actually take damage as you get out, but you that that ghoul kind of just you feel them just sort of rake down your your back. You feel it cut into your cut into your your skin. Uh, go ahead and take two points of uh, of superficial superficial damage as you this. You're not sure if it was their hand or a knife or something in their hand. But you burst out. Rust, you get away without any issue. And the two of you now burst out through the glass doors into the swimming pool area. And you hear the sounds of these calls that are kind of echoing from different parts of the of the neighborhood. At that point, since you guys are out of the clubhouse, we'll switch back over where Maria, you have made it down the mountain. You and Katya, you've got a lane over your shoulder. You had a layer down in the back of your, your your car, you see what looks like sirens and you hear what looks like sirens are beginning to go up that long winding entry point, remember. Elaine is coughing and distant. She's starting to mumble like random things. What, what, what are some random thoughts that would be coming to Elaine's, Elaine's mind? Um, she, she'd actually probably start calling out for her mom and her okay. grandma. And like all of her loved ones, and you'll just hear as she starts calling out for them. Okay. And Maria's just grabbing um, like clean rags or something from the back of the the van, and just trying to you know kind of like you know kind of put pressure on the wound. And like I'm imagining there's just blood that's just sort of gushing. Like no matter how much pressure she puts on. It's oh yeah. Just, yeah. So you don't. I would say. You're smart enough. Uh, I think you have you have a little bit of training in, in medicine, right? Don't you have some points? Uh, no, you don't. no, I don't. Okay. Yeah, I would say you're not sure. Uh, you're I'm not a plumber. Sure. It looks absolutely terrible. It's a hell of a leak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, the more like that's that's a terrible situation. You're, you're, you don't think Elaine is long for this world, and she's okay. she's calling out these these horrible things. But you also have. Now, coming up the entranceway are these law enforcement vehicles or possibly security vehicles. A- and I parked in a you way were that seen can... fleeing the site yeah. of a dead body on the on yeah. this, this place. What do you it, want to do? It, it, is my vehicle parked in such a way that I can kind of off-road this? You were like, parked in the, if you recall, when you came up on the right-hand side of the entranceway, mm-hmm. there was all of the visitors parking. On the left-hand side, there's all the employee parking. You were on the visitor side. You can see a lot of lights are starting to pop open, pop on throughout the buildings uh, of the of the advanced care clinic. 
if you want to go off-roading, you absolutely can. Uh, we're, we'll make a roll. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think as, as long as it's not like fenced in, as long as I can physically leave the parking lot in a different direction, um, I would like to give that a try. Okay. Do you want to, are you trying to go down the incline towards the road, meaning like passing where no. these vehicles are coming up, just not on the road itself? No, I'm trying to, if it's like deserty enough that I can kind of go down, you know, like if they're, they're coming up more on this side and I'm going down that side. Okay. It's going to be a drive this is test. Be dangerous. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a drive test. Uh, we'll say probably, I would say probably, I would say either decks or composure would be the two. Uh, I'll let you pick between those and no, I will always pick composure. Oh, that's right. And I will say this is going to be hard. Uh, so five successes. All right. So I've got four in composure and two in drive. Oh, look, I got seven tens. <laughs> gotcha to hold on. Uh, Don't forget those two Gandalfs. <laughs> I got all I have, these bonus successes, too. It's really strange. You said I need oh, five successes? These explode, right? Just like Deadlands? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I I have currently have four successes, so I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. Just putting me dangerously close to getting uh, impaired again. Okay. So that I can roll the other two and hopefully get that last success that I need. And I did. So okay. I rolled my second 10, which means it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. All right. So the sirens are coming. You can see the lights. You can hear the sounds. You peel out. You know going out the main exit is not going to work. So you Ew. just you just head east. You just drive out mm -hmm. the eastern side of the visitor's parking lot. It's on an incline and you're driving in your, it's a van, right? So you're driving on this mm -hmm. kind of like this, mm -hmm. this crooked, this, this, this tilt. You can feel every so often as you're kind of holding on, you don't it's not an off-roading vehicle necessarily. Yep. It's a, you know, it's, 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 it's probably somewhat more capable than an average van, but it's not a full, like, you know, all-terrain vehicle. So you're pumping and bumping and every now and then you feel a tip ever so slightly, like you might roll over, but you manage to maintain like the control of it. You can feel like the, like the wheels just kind of turn and stick and turn and stick. You, you slam into a rock. You can feel the scrapes along the side of the van. You run over what looks like this small chunks of cacti and you're just driving alongside of the road. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to, and the, the difficulty was to see if you can do it, not necessarily to see if you can do it stealthily. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if any of these vehicles had an, anyone had an opportunity. This is going to be a hidden roll. I'm not going to necessarily tell you right away. Any of the vehicles or anyone else like that was turning on their lights and looking out the window, they were able to see it. And I will say that the immediate thing that you notice, it doesn't appear that it's any of these lights or sirens are following your path. You, you, you stay along the incline the van begins to tumble. You take, you, you, you realize that at a certain point, you just have to make it back down to the road and you turn and you do, and it's late at night, which is actually working in your favor. So there's mm -hmm. not a whole lot of traffic. Mm -hmm. There is some traffic, but not a lot. And you're able to burst back onto the road. You feel your shocks just get wrecked as you come back onto the, back onto the, the concrete surface. And you're driving now away. You look in your rearview mirror. You look in your side mirrors. Katya's looking as well. Maybe Katya's sitting in the back seat, kind of holding, uh, holding the you know, bandages to, to Elaine's neck. And it doesn't look like the sirens are following you right now. 
And Maria's going to continue driving evasively, making turns and whatnot. Okay. Um, and I'm uh, Maria is very glad for having picked up Untraceable <laughs> in one of our uh, last XP spends. So when she's like out and about, that helps. Oh, yeah, that's great, actually, yeah. At a certain point, though, Katya just says, you need to pull over. She's she's going. Uh, I, I got to I got to uh, I guess we're far enough away. I uh, I don't like this part. You know, I don't like this part. There's the 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 Annabelle off off the off the, the balcony, and uh, you know I never liked this part of the job. Just and so she'll Just like say your goodbyes. Uh, and so she'll like. If I could say my goodbyes to Rena's mother, I, I would. But I, I didn't have a chance to. So say it, or you're gonna regret it. Fine. Well, you know, throw the lights off, park the you know car behind a strip mall or something, and crawl into the back of the van and mm-hmm. just i'm guessing there's just blood just like all everywhere over. be like oh everywhere lane you sure did make a mess you sure oh i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna look after mr ponder for you i know i know you want to make sure he's okay and i'm sorry i'm sorry i, I we we were supposed to keep doing this together. But you did. Lar- Larissa? Is is that is that you? And she'll reach out a hand and like briefly like touch your cheek and leaves blood there. And then she just goes limp. We fade to black at that point. We come back up. You're back in Sunset Trails. Kyoti, Rena, you're in the swimming pool section of this clubhouse. You're not out of the woods. You're being chased. There's been a call to alert everyone else around here. And so now people are actively looking for you. How do you want to get out of here? Uh, so, Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Maybe your plan is better. I'm sure it is. <laughs> My plan was better. I was going to say I'm going to run in a straight line to get as far as possible jumping any fence that comes in the way. Just as, just a straight line as fast as you can. Okay. Flat out running. That's your idea. All right, Rust, what were you going to throw out there? <laughs> Rust is just going to try to stay a few steps ahead of Rena, doing the same thing. Heading okay. for Rena's going to try and t- stay a couple steps ahead of him. Okay, so, so we're not... It's not a stealth thing. It's just as fast as you can, right? Not, not if, if I see not, Alvin, I'm gonna knock him over. Yeah, not when it's two hundred. Oh, Alvin's to, gone. One hundred twenty-five oh, to yeah. two or something. Yeah, we're okay. So you're just up. running as fast as you can. All right. So uh, make this. This is gonna be stamina athletics. Uh, I would say uh, to try to run as fast as you can for as far as you can. Okay. I did not put enough points into this. <laughs> it's okay for me. It's not a bad one. And you all, you two, are competing with each other. The loser's getting attacked. <laughs> okay, hold on. I guess we're going to willpower then. It's true. It's what it's going to be. It's what it's going to be. Okay, okay, like, okay. Have you ever heard that phrase about to get away from a bear, you just got to run faster yep. than your friends? Darn right. <laughs> That's why I say to Melissa all the time, if a zombie apocalypse ever happened, I know I'm okay. Because I can outrun her. <laughs> yes. 
This is true. Five successes. Steven? Um, <laughs> Less, I think. Like, a Gandalf? <laughs> Less, I think. Uh, I rolled one success at first, then used a willpower to reroll. Okay. And I'm still at one. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh. oh, that's rough. Okay. It's, it's, it, you know, you millennials got to work on your stamina. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Less attitude, more cardio. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to write. I actually really like that. I'm going to write that. Less, less attitude, more cardio. No. <laughs> that might be the, be the thumbnail the thing right there. <laughs> it might be the quote for the week. <laughs> okay. So the two of you are running as fast as you can. You can you're weaving between uh, these 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 trailers. It's dark. You're trying to retrace your steps as best you can, going back in the direction. In the distance, you see suddenly lights start popping up, and suddenly it's not as dark as it used to be, and everything is now visible. You hear the sounds of people shouting, "There, there!" and you take a second to look over your shoulder and you see they're pointing at you and this group of like three or four older folks are just kind of running 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 you hear the sounds of like a golf cart kind of starting to drive in, in sort of your direction as well you 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 look in the distance and you can see like on the wall like a little flare goes up and you realize it's probably alvin kind of signaling which way to go and as you're running kyote you kind of get out in front you're, you're both just running as fast as you can you you come and you you bypass the porch of this this uh, this trailer. You go to you go to like move right past the ledge, right where the crossway would be. Kyoto, you don't see it because you managed to outpace it. But Rena, just leaping out and trying to essentially close on you and tackle you, is one of these ghoul creatures. So we're gonna make a contested brawl. Uh, so go Not ahead. Melee? Uh, it's going to be brawl because they're just trying to tackle you. Um, so make it strength plus uh, brawl. Um, I would say I would Are also. You if sure, you ha- it's not dexterity melee. Uh, you know what? I'll give you. I'll give you dexterity. Um, all right, all right. I would give you dexterity or athletics or brawl. I don't think melee would make sense as they're kind of catching you as you're running at full speed unawares. But I would give you brawl or so athletics plus dexterity. I could run dex athletics. I'll give you Dex Athletics. Yeah, that's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. That took me from a one to a four. Okay. Uh, difficulty will be. Uh, difficulty is only going to be three. Zero successes. Oh, crap. So, Do you have any willpower to spend? I've been spending a lot and I'm already. Yeah, you don't want to give away. That's and true. Then get impaired. Oof. So. So you just get like linebacker blindside tackled and smashed to the ground. You go rolling around Kyoto. You probably hear it happen or Rena might even yelp out. And as this, this guy takes you down to the ground, your head smashes up against the base of one of these, uh, one of these trailers. Go ahead and take a, you had zero successes. Zero. Take three points of damage. It's going to be, it'll be superficial. It's not aggravated. It's just a tackle. Okay. So the situation is, Rena, you've been tackled to the ground. Your head's bleeding, smashed against the side of this, uh, this, this trailer. There are others that are coming. You can hear their footsteps. They almost sound like they're howling in some way. And like this, this, that, that again, that psychotic glee. Rust, 
you look over your shoulder, you see she just got tackled to the ground. You see the, like the light that Alvin's using to mark the way out. Rust, what do you want to do? Rust turns and goes by the light, and he pushes against the ghoul to try to repel it. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, it's a mental, so that'll be a difficulty of three. All right, so it's seven dice and three despair. Oh, yeah, I got this. Eight, seven, six, seven, six, five successes. Okay. No, nope. so- uh, but I did get one one on the despair dice, but I did succeed. Okay, uh, so one on the despair die. Uh, so that means you can we can increase the danger, basically. Yeah. Okay. I'll so go the with, danger, the, with the overreach. Yeah. So the danger will kick up, which to, makes to, sense. <laughs> I think it does make sense. But as you do it, he flies back, and he just the the distance between these two trailers, the crossway, he just gets thrown completely across it and smashes up and through a window of the of the trailer behind. Rena, you're free. You get up. What do you want to do? Run. Others, others closing. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what Rust is doing. I'm running. Oh, Rust is running with you. <laughs> but he'll he play behind you now. <laughs> okay. You all, you're running. You're running. You you see the light. You can see that you're kind of getting closed in. You're passing by what looks like these these bodies in the ground that are alive. You can see that some of these, these homeless folk have been beaten and slashed, and they're just laying in the ground like, you can see drag marks that they were in the process of being dragged back to the clubhouse, but they like stop because of their responding to this call. A couple of them reach up to you like, help, help. I'm sorry, brothers. We'll avenge you. And you go. Not even looking at them. Okay. <laughs> you get to the, the wall and you can, f- you can feel them closing in. You, you you see like Alvin at the very top. He's kind of holding a hand down. Like, come come, remember these these are these are abnormally tall walls. So go ahead at this point and give me a I want to climb and was who and again we're gonna do the situation here depending on who who does better. Not only that, but Alvin, you hear a sudden say, "What the fuck is that?" And you look over your shoulder and you see just like it's no problem. Was just like they're hopping from Riverstone to Riverstone. You see that woman. One trailer leaps to the next, leads to the next, and is just chasing after and is moving and just making so much better pace than all of like the ghouls and the the crazy folks on the ground. Uh, What would climbing be? Athletics. Uh, Athletics. uh, And again, you can take dex or strength for this. I don't care. Okay. Uh, Three successes. Also three successes. Okay, it's a rando. Okay, odds are evens, uh, Aaron. Odds. Oh, it's a bad choice. That's uh, okay. It's a Russ three. would rather take it. Yeah. So as you're climbing up, you feel something grab your leg and try to tug you back down. Like Alvin's up there. You can see he's pulling up Rena and he's hand come down to you he grabs your hand he's starting to pull up and all of a sudden you just feel this heavy pressure uh and there's one of these ghouls below is going to try to tug you back down to the ground uh contested 
uh, it'll be we'll make it this a strength uh, versus you know strength brawl or strength you can do athletics too but strength brawl if it's like a ghoul can I repel it as my resistance uh, yeah let me let me go ahead I think what I'm going to do where it's going to be contested though against its its attack mm-hmm. this time as opposed to its mental stat yep uh, so it'll be a four that you're going for this time <laughs> Eight, eight, two tens, a nine. <laughs> so close. So four, five, six, seven successes. One arm kind of holding on to Alvin's hand, and he's trying to pull pull you up. And the I, other, I put the palm of my hand down into this thing's forehead and then <sighs> push. <laughs> His head kind of sizzles ever so slightly as you touch it, and then you just push, and it just smushes down into the ground and kind of goes tumbling back over itself like it's caught up in a, in a horrible gust. Alvin pulls you up the rest of the way and you can see that he pulled the car up right to the outside here. Like he's gone off-roading as well and the car is just a handful of feet away. Rena's over there. She doesn't have her bike but we'll say at this point you can run into it, get in the car, bump, 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 bump. You drive off. You don't notice any of them leaving the confines. Like you don't see any of the, the ghouls climbing over top or the old folks climbing over top but as you're looking out the, the rear view mirror or as you're looking out the, the back of the car, you can see that the vampiric figure, the woman just standing atop the wall, the gust, like the dusty wind of a dust storm that's beginning to kick up, just kind of throwing her long coat kind of in the wind. And like, you can tell that they're just gazing and looking as you drive. Rust away. is looking right back at her. Okay. He knows the enemy when he sees it. Okay. Rena didn't even see her. She wasn't looking back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think we'll go ahead. I think that's a good place to end. You got away. We've 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 had Elaine's final moments, final words. Elaine. I think I, we won't uh we won't bel- I won't make Ashley stay here knowing that she's going to die. But we'll uh we'll pick up we'll pick up in the aftermath of that and see what actually happens. Oof. So how oh. how bad was everybody, and like how close is everybody to to going down? I know Elaine went down, but I knew, like I said, she was in a lot of trouble. Yes, I, I took five superficial damage of okay. six total health, right? Of six, yeah. Okay. I took no health damage whatsoever and spent mm. uh, five willpower. Yeah, yeah but Russ, you got me too. into this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got us into this. This was your job. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> This is okay. Fair. I'm definitely taking the gun from you next session. <laughs> next time, bring, give me a knife. Privileges. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? Uh, let's see. With Garblag on Monday, uh, Ben will be back with some City of Mists. This is all happening at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Tuesday. I believe there will be some Coriolis. Wednesday, we will actually have the season finale of season three of Once Upon a Time in the Old World, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th edition. Thursday, Lewis will be back with the second episode of The One Ring for his fellowship. And then Friday, we'll be back with some Blades in the Dark, seeing uh, the consequences of the Red Ledger's assassin crew after they took an interesting turn today. We... We did awful things. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing good is going to come. Nothing, nothing good for us is going to happen. It's going to be entertaining, uh, but it's nothing good for us is going to happen. 
Uh, let's see. Us for us tomorrow. Uh, our wondering game is uh, on a, on a couple week break. As long as we be in and out of, out of town for the next few weeks. So instead, we are going to be playing Orbital Blues, uh, which is a, a space space western game. Sad space cowboys from uh, the folks at Soul Muppet Publishing. You can catch everyone actually here uh, is going to be in that game. Plus one other new face to the channel, uh, our friend Mark, uh, who. Uh, for a while i've been trying to get him here because he, he let he let uh, melissa and i run some uh play some slay industries and so i've been wanting for a while to return the favor so mark's gonna be joining us for a couple of weeks uh as we play in the same slot we would for wondering we're gonna do some orbital blues and tomorrow we're gonna start uh then on uh let's see on monday we'll be back here playing holler for savage worlds holler. Uh, holler. uh steven what do you got going on tuesday here tuesday on adventures in lollygagging at 9 p.m. Central, we will be playing some Haunted West. It's a weird West. I play it a little more horror game. Uh, Root and tootin' horror, as I like to call it. It's been a lot of fun. We are uh, just wrapping up our first arc here. Uh, our players went through some crap. Uh, they're coming back to the safety of town. And we'll see what happens till next. I don't like how you said safety there. The safety <laughs> oh, of town. Oh, it's perfectly safe. Oh, I think we know. It's, it's weird. Right, I, mean, that, I mean, the name of the town is Perseverance. So if they're not doing okay, you just really poorly named that town. That was that's, well, that's misleading. <laughs> that's just misleading. They're definitely trying to persevere. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then. Bartlett. Oh, yeah. That Bartlett family. That's a shame. Uh, <laughs> then uh, next Friday, uh, it's going to be a mothership week. So come back for some mothership and we'll be back with Hunter uh, in two weeks where we meet Ashley's new character and we see uh, the fallout of this this crazy split party situation where two <laughs> things, two horrible things have happened. Yep. I don't know if anything has been resolved yet, though, but boy, is there there's some targets for our <laughs> next uh, our next couple of sessions. So we'll see how that works out. Uh, for now, though, we're going to go ahead and raid our friends at Defenders. They are playing uh, some DCC, so uh, follow the raid. Uh, say hi. Uh, ask Chuck about his, uh, his his big old dirty, hairy, ugly feet. And uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone who hung out for the night. And come back tomorrow for some Marvel Blues. So, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>